What's up, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of the Circle of Slime. It's me, your boy Ozzy, and I'm joined by the one and only Jazzy J. Hello, everybody. <laughs> everybody. Hey, look, uh, at what, look at the turkey. Look at the So uh, as you guys can tell off rip, we're missing our anchor, our fearless leader, Skinny. He is not here today. Uh, he will be coming back next episode, but he wanted to send his love and regards to everybody. He's a little busy right now, but he will be jumping right back in uh, to the Circle of Slime in the upcoming weeks. But we had all this fucking energy. We have all this NBA finals, NHL finals action. And Jason and I could not help but get on here with you guys today and at least get ready for some we talking. We've been, we, yeah, we love you guys. We've been gone for a few weeks. We apologize for that. It's been a crazy, crazy time for your circle of slime and for everybody, it seems, in that matter. It seems like it hasn't been just us, but we're more than happy to be here with you guys now. And we can't wait to dive into today's show. That being said, we will start with where we're at least tied, and that is the NBA Finals. Jazzy J, we are tied one-to-one with the number one-seeded Denver Nuggets. We are the eight-seed facing a one-seed. Nobody thought we'd even get a game. This is, we gave them their first loss in the postseason in Denver, something that's so difficult to do for not only us, which we haven't done this season, but for everyone in the league. Uh, even LeBron couldn't squeak out a game. LeBron AD couldn't even get one, and the Heat got one. So proud to see about that, but... Let's just start way from the beginning. What were your initial thoughts? Game one, coming into Denver, what is, what, what's on your mind facing this, you know, gigantic opponent? Literally gigantic because they're fucking huge from one to five. What were your thoughts there? You know, throughout the entire postseason, when we were talking from round one all the way up to, you know, now the NBA finals and when we would go into the Western Conference, I would tell you guys, you know, Denver is a very dangerous team. You know, they're very good for their opponents out West. Now matching up with them, seeing them, going up against them game one. After I saw game one, I told you guys, I'm not scared of this team. I really think that we can compete well. The biggest difference in game one was all those three-point shots that we missed. I mean, I believe we missed 16 uh, three wide-open three-point shots in game one. Where in game two, we made 17 threes, 48%. Almost half of our three-pointers went in. And that was the biggest difference. And I said it. I was like, it's look. Last year, we were one of the top three-point shooting teams. This year, it somehow fell off during the regular season. But when the postseason started, we returned back to the mean where we were last year with these shooters, Duncan Robinson and Max Struess. You know they can shoot. So what happened through the season? It was injuries. That's shit happens, you know. And we've been seeing a lot of that down here in Miami. But what they've been doing in the postseason has been absolutely marvelous. And I know that the media is going to, you know, they're calling it now, what, timeout gate? They're going to make an excuse <laughs> after every it's win so that we it's get. So but I feel like the Heat are going to win this series. You know, in my heart, I feel like it's going to go seven games. But you ask me right now, six games, man. Heat in six, baby. I like what we're doing. Yeah, I I, I wholeheartedly agree. Just, just – what we've gone through this postseason, we came in as the eight seed. We lost our playing game against fucking Atlanta. Um, you know, Chicago was, a, 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 as you like to call it, a, a nut hair away from taking it, getting us out of the playoffs entirely. Um, and just what we've overcome series and series again, Jimmy becoming Hemi, Hemi becoming a thing, like a literal thing where this guy's getting it trademarked and all from his series with Milwaukee and this us going into Madison Square Garden, taking care of a team who the Cavs were, you know, supposed to be NBA 
you know, Eastern Conference Finals bounds, one would assume against the Bucks, what everyone was thinking, or Boston, you know, they were that good of a team leading up to the season after the trade for Donovan Mitchell and what they did with Brooklyn, but the Knicks took care of them, and then we obviously just fucking manhandled the Knicks as well, and then going into Boston, winning three fucking straight games, and then losing three fucking straight games, like, just the nerves of this postseason for E-fans has just been bonkers, and then coming into that, for a team like Denver, who has lost zero games in the postseason, as I alluded earlier. And then look at the lineups of teams they've beaten. They beat a young Minnesota team who was on the rise, who, aside from a bad trade and bad coaching, could have probably went a lot further. Uh, they took care of De Kevin Durant and Devin Booker in the Phoenix Suns. Then they took care of LeBron, who was looking just beautiful in the postseason as well, kind of like the heat resurgence like we did as a whole team. LeBron was kind of doing that. And they got swept four games to zero and then we go and then get one against uh, against Denver in Denver. And it's just like, holy shit. It's, I, I heard Bill Simmons say this. I don't know if you heard it because they played it on a few outlets. But Bill Simmons called us God's team. He literally said that God wants the Miami Heat to win this NBA Finals. I like it. Because of the way that it's just like no matter how we were – 800 uh freaking uh plus 800 plus a thousand to get to get to the title even against boston we were like plus 800 three percent they gave us yeah, a three percent chance. chance for espn astolytics as udonis haslam calls it and we pulled it off and over and over again we've been the underdogs every single game this postseason that's unreal dog like when you think about it like to be an underdog in every single postseason game from the start and and somehow be in the nba finals and be tied one-to-one -one, like this shit it's, is it's a, it, it, it's ironic when you look at it, the 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 situation that the Miami Hurricanes took their path to get to the final four and you look at the path that the Miami Heat took to get to the NBA finals and then you look at the path that as you played it out that uh Denver took to get to the finals now they took care of some hella duos yes but you look at the seeds that they faced those were the lower seeds oh yeah they were the number in one contrast, yeah. <laughs> yeah we we got the higher seed every single time we had to go up there we we played the number one overall seed in the NBA the Milwaukee Bucks then we took down the Knicks who were the higher seed than us and then we took down the number two seed in the east and, and one of the most efficient teams provision teams in the NBA this year in the Boston and Celtics. our rival I'm, I'm our, oh like what a this. rivalry the, we the, have the built Celtics, with boston the Celtics yes. and miami are like the newest oh yes. next miami rivalry like this thing 100 has been agreed. consistent four straight eastern conference finals with yes. these guys in the mix like aside from the fact that pat riley fucking hates boston yeah. as it is you throw that into it now you add all these times from our big three with lebron and Dwayne and chris and those matches that we had against them to what we're having right now in these past four seasons i mean absolutely we have established a and it's a very healthy rivalry i think for the nba yeah but but back to game one i just wanted to catch up our, our listeners you know what we did we ended up losing game one 104 to 93 it looked it looked a lot worse than sorry it sounds a lot worse than yes. what it looked like there's a lot of nuance to that yeah. game one loss i mean yeah. they had what two free throw attempts that game one two free throw attempts and they missed 16 wide open three-pointers so yeah. yes not only that but jimmy butler 38 minutes, 13 points. You know, the Bam out of bio, I thought that was it. I thought Bam gave us 26, 13, and 5. I was like, we wasted our fucking Bam game. because Yeah, Bam but he did it on season, 25 shots. Bam can't be – it's not efficient if he's taking 25 that's shots. That's, that's fair, not but even, good. But even still, the fact that Bam was that aggressive that he took yes. 25 shots yes. gave me a thing to be like, wow, we lost our Bam game. Like, this was it. The guy, he gave it to us his all, and nobody could be there for him. And even still, 
we only lost by an 11 point margin and there was a lot of hope i remember us talking about it uh, right after the game we're not i was like this wasn't a bad loss mm -hmm. we literally didn't get to the line what jimmy butler jimmy butler did not get to the line yeah. this guy lives on the fucking free throw line him and james harden uh caleb martin only scored three points uh, you know, he was a shell of himself. Gabe Vincent surprised Max Struess went over fucking 12. Like, like this is like the kind of shit that is just what we expected regular season to happen. But the fact that it happened in game one after the postseason run we've had, I was like, I'm not worried. It's just a bad night. Yeah. It's our first it was game. Like you said, the it, it was, we're so hopeful after a loss, you know, is this yeah, some, like kind it, of fool's gold? But nah, man, it, it's just that it's what we've been seeing this entire postseason run. It's been fabulous. And, 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 you know, uh, again, it, it was so comforting to see across, like not only us, but he Twitter was like, not worried, not, not worried, not, not bad, not, not bad. It, it, it wasn't like it wasn't like last year where we, you know, I don't know. I can't remember at this point if we took the L the first game or not, but I felt like there was that that nervous. Sorry, not last year when we went to the finals with the Lakers where there was that nervousness of like, you know, shit, this is LeBron, this is AD like here. We arguably well, not arguably, we are facing the better, the better duo in Jokic and Murray. And still, it was just like, I think we got this. So yeah. let's fast forward to game two. We win 111 to 108. Again, Jimmy Butler seems like a shell of himself. But the difference was we went big. What were we saying the whole game one? No Kevin Love in the lineup. Kevin what the Love. hell is happening? What the hell is happening here? And, I love that guy. And then game two, guess who fucking starts? Kevin, Kevin Love. Love. It was so, like, this is why, like, dude, like, it's so cool to think as like a Miami Heat fan that we have like not one but two generational coaches, but to have like Eric Spolstra to legit have a consensus vote. One, he's never won coach of the year, which is bullshit. But the consensus vote from all his peers that this is the greatest coach in the NBA right now. There is no one near him. And he clearly proved that in the Boston series. I personally think if Boston has uh, Ime Udoka, we lose that series against them. Yeah. I, I think I think it's because of Spo and the way he took advantage of a 34-year-old young boy. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah. and that's the reason why we beat Boston. But again, another shell performance of a game from Jimmy Butler. He did score 21-4 and four and had nine assists, which was awesome. But Kevin Love only six. Uh, another uh, freaking Caleb Martin only had three points, but that three was beautiful. Uh, but it was the pickup again. Bam Adebayo being consistent. Gabe Vincent, you know, putting up 23 points. Like, Gabe Vincent's getting the fucking bag this offseason by somebody. I'm oh, yeah. sad that we can't afford him. Uh, but I just think that it was an overall team effort to pick it up where we, you know, where we faltered. And then that fourth quarter from Duncan Robinson was just a masterpiece of all time that I haven't seen. And I don't know if you saw uh, Brady Hawk. He's like one of these uh, super Miami Heat analysts. And he just kind of breaks down the last four minutes of like the game and how Duncan Robinson affected four straight possessions beautifully. Yeah. And it's just like, amazing he brought so, us back brought by us himself, back literally by, by himself, himself. Yes. and and the heat gave up a 40 to 14 run without joker on the floor mm -hmm. and we still came out with a dub like that's mm -hmm. absurd but it was tell great me what basketball. you thought about game two bro tell me what you thought about game two you know it, it, for me it was everything that you said it, it, it was i knew that they weren't going to miss 16 wide open threes all over again you know and not only that i knew that spo was going to make the proper adjustments and, and one thing that i noticed with uh this game is that when these adjustments were being made you saw denver just fold completely like they would run a back door oh the back door is not working we're not going to do that anymore it completely just fell apart part for them um and, and in regards to that adjustments i, I just want to go back uh real quick to 
Boston and, and speak of Missoula. Missoula, I, I, I don't think he's a bad coach. He just he didn't make he's the just, right adjustments. Just, and I think just, that, that's going to come with time. Yes, okay. I think that's going to come with time. He's going to get seasoned and he's going to make the right adjustments. I mean, when you start a game going 0 for 11 from three pointer and you still chuck him up from three, I think at that point you need to make an adjustment <laughs> and say, let's go down into the post and do something else, you know. Uh, but moving back to, to Miami, um, Bam Adebayo, he's been fantastic this entire postseason run these last not entire postseason run but definitely in the finals he's 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 showing clear dominance since since i would say since game four of the knicks series his aggressive style has completely changed he's been more aggressive and he's been doing more previously before that he was doing what they asked him to do within the office bring the ball up facilitate set picks and he was doing all of that fantastic but now he's being more aggressive he's scoring the ball he's looking to put the ball into the basket and to create more one-on-ones for himself and the great thing is he's a big guy that he can do that and one of the biggest question marks that we always had with him or that we had these previous postseason runs was that he would fold he would get soft and he wouldn't be uh, aggressive and attack the basket you know he wouldn't be the bam out of bio that we would see during the regular season but what we're seeing right now in the nba finals a switch has flipped in that young man and he is evolving before our eyes, becoming more aggressive, more dominant, and just being everything that they say he can be, you know, and it's beautiful to watch right now. It's unfolding. And, and Kyle Lowry right now, just the veteran leadership that he's giving us, he reminds me a lot. And I don't know if you remember you. I mean, it's not that long ago, so you should, you should, the 016. Remember Gary Payton and his oh, role that he yes. plays in that team? Like <laughs> Kyle Lowry just reminds me of that, you know, and I feel like we're going to get a big game out of him in one of these uh, games coming up in this NBA Finals, just like we got from Gary Payton. So, you know, I'm excited. I, I look forward to see what they're going to do. And look, Mike Malone, he's a very good coach. So let's not – we've said it the entire run. Denver is a very good team. Now, we believe we match up well with them. And Mike Malone, I believe, is a very good NBA coach. So let's look for what adjustments he makes. He challenged his team live in front of the world, said, how am I talking about effort at this point in the NBA finals? Like, why is that even a topic? And I think he's talking about players like Michael Porter Jr. And uh, um, uh, the three-name guy, I forget his name, uh, Pope, Caldwell Pope, that escapes my name, right, him. Um, I think he was talking to guys like that, that or an Aaron Gordon, you know, you miss a shot and then you just fold, you know, like – you need more effort. So let's look for some adjustments and they're going to come out hot. Denver's going to come out hot. But I think if we respond well in, in, in the next game, the way we played in this game, we're going to be fine. Hey, I, I can't I can't hear you. You're coming in faded. But how about now? Can you hear me a little bit better now? All right, perfect. So uh, to piggyback on your sentiment earlier about how these guys folded in that regard, our team is the complete opposite. Look at Max Struess. He went 0 for 12, and then he just goes fucking just bonkers, and he's just letting it rip, and Mm -hmm. and they're falling. He had Mm -hmm. four three-pointers in the first quarter, and it's like – this is this is it like this is culture like I hate to like say it because it, it, at this point it's just so sickening when but people like oh real. the culture culture it's but it's real, so fucking real it's bro real. It's, it's so it's so real that it's just it's just bizarre like and again like I said 
Caleb Martin had a three-point game one, had a three-point game two, but that three-pointer that he hit was so crucial to the run that we were pulling off, pulling off in the fourth quarter. And then, yeah, Gabe Vincent making his shots and staring people down. Duncan Robinson giving mean mugs? Like, what like yeah, this team, yeah, and then to, yeah. to pick to put point out Anta, one of our one of our avid and strongest listeners ant here and you got to think the jimmy nuclear game is incoming like yeah you know we, we're hearing soon. rumors we're hearing rumors swirling around and and now that the rumors are coming out about why his playoff performance has diminished i think that's gonna be the trigger for him to even really fucking be like oh y'all want to say this is the reason i'm fucking playing bad mm-hmm. like now i'm gonna show you motherfuckers like mm-hmm. now i'm gonna go i'm gonna sh- i'm gonna put it on it like i put it on Giannis and i'm going to show y'all right now and that's that's what makes me like i i I think i initially i called it in seven games then as a homer i was like heat and six but then after hearing the news and then thinking about like what this team has did after game two like i gotta imagine bro that we're not gonna go i I, it would be hard to see again like you said michael malone's gonna come out with a great game plan denver's gonna be aggressive and it's gonna be a tough game but i can't fathom the way that this team has been talked about and then coming home that they're going to fucking lay down and let these guys beat them at home. Oh, I just yeah. don't see it. I just no. don't see it. So no. that being said, let's jump into NBA Finals Game 3 predictions. We're playing in Miami tomorrow night. Uh, what are you thinking, Jason? What, what what do we got here as far as uh, what we're going to see from the Heat? Are we going to have this same big man lineup with Kevin Love coming out? Uh, what, what, what are your thoughts here coming into Game 3? Absolutely. I mean, Kevin Love does he does so much for this offense that you're not really going to see in the box uh, scores. But if you're watching the tape, I mean, his outlet passing alone is rebounding. Yes, his rebounding, his leadership on the floor, knowing what to do in the right moments, you know, and plus his size against Aaron Gordon. We saw when Aaron Gordon was out there going up against Max Struess, he was eating him up, you know, It looked like Aaron Gordon was going to win MVP. Absolutely. (laughs) It was insane. And it frustrated me. I even texted you guys and I was like, why the hell have they stopped going to Aaron Gordon? Just keep giving him the ball until like the Heat triple team the guy. You know what I'm saying? If this is the way they're going to play. But um, I I think they're going to come out strong. But I, I love the adjustment that Spo made putting the onus upon Jimmy Butler to cover Jamal Murray. You yep. lock that I down love that, bro. and you free up and you, you, you cover Jokic. You try to stop him, but you're no longer focused on but, Jokic. And, and then not only that, but one thing that Spoh's done that no other team's done, we're not double teaming him. Yeah, that's why he's that's scoring 40 saying. points, but yes. he's got four assists compared to fucking 20. Exactly. exactly. Like we're, because we're, we're stopping the others. Else. Right. And I thought that was so you Jesus. Do you, like, let but the superstar let the superstar do his fucking work but mm-hmm. guess what his 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 uh what do they call it his catalyst where yes. he kills you is mm-hmm. his assist game when you take yes. away those assists Look what happens, bro. That's right. Like, that's right. And, and and you have to. Ha- it, it's the brilliance of Spo. Yes, but you have to have a player like Jimmy Butler who can lock down a Jamal Murray and not so much keep him to like a zero point game, but keep him to where he's inefficient and he's not able to take over the game and score in the thirty plus low forties type stuff. You know, they only had eighteen Jokic. points. 
That's what I'm saying, you know, and that was the difference in game one and game two. So I, I in addition to the fact that we were making our shots and we got to yeah. the free throw line. You <laughs> That's know? when we can shoot. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, but when all of that stuff is going together and you have a coach who's willing and able to make those adjustments, it's brilliant, you know. And I love watching the post games and they go up there and they're like Coach Riley and Coach Spo. You know, it's like, yeah, dude, we got a two-headed monster up top. So it's brilliant. But coming out in game three, like you were asking me, I think they come out, they try to come out heavy with a hard punch they try to attack us quick they try to you know take the crowd out of the game but i think the miami crowd has to come in show up early and on time get that lower bowl filled up you know what i'm saying south beach they're giving you an 8 30 start <laughs> so there's enough time for you guys to be still was an early get there. For you know, it's, I know. <laughs> you gotta give us like a 10 p.m start you know to get the crowd fixed up but um i i think they come out denver that being said i think they come out with it you know very aggressive uh, uh type game plan and they try to hit us hard to hit us fast to try to get us on the run and if we can withstand that that first i would say like seven minute barrage that they're going to take us and we can maybe even match them point for point then we're going to be fine in the long run and miami comes out of this on top yeah i, I gotta imagine the same um what, what i thought was interesting is that mike malone has only been playing eight guys like frequently yeah. he doesn't they're not deep he though he if you really look at their yeah, bench they're, they're, they're really not, not deep they're not deep. And I think that's where I, I think we come in clutch, especially, I mean, Tyler Hero has already been ruled out for game three. I don't know if it's a case of the shakies or the case of suppose like, don't fuck with what we got going on. Just right. healing, you know, let's we don't know wait, you know? what it let's is. Just yeah, wait. Let's, just, right. let's just wait till we're, because I think personally, I think that we're not in trouble. So they're like, let's Correct. just, let's just hold off. You. Let's yes. just hold off. If we were looking stagnant two games in a row and we were shooting the way we were shooting, by all means, they're going to force this man into the lineup for game three. But I think the fact that we picked it up and we're able to steal a home game uh, was the reason why Tyler Hero is going to get that extra week to really solidify that hand and, and make sure he's really ready to go and bring him up soft in. But like I said, um, you know, the difference makers, even in game one was, you know, Haywood Highsmith coming in. Uh, I think he's going to be influential too, because he's, he's fast he can play great defense and he hustles like a like a heat culture guy. Um, and and I and think he's like again, our 10th guy coming he, off the he's bench. He's literally you know? our 10th guy coming yes. off the bench. Uh, so it's 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 good to see how deep we can go to keep fresh legs on the court. And ultimately, they do have to deal with the Miami Heat. Now, this is summertime now, baby. They're gonna have to make sure they're South coming Beach. from that altitude, coming to South Tequila. Beach, doing this shit. Yeah, and they're they're losing they're losing some sleep too. So we'll we'll see how, how this works out for them. Um, and it's gonna be hot. You know, super, inside super of the early. arena, the air conditioned <laughs> arena, it's going to be hot. So, you know, if Jokic catches cramps, then I know this is just 2014 all over again. But anyways, um, I was just I, I'm super hopeful. I think that we're going to do our thing. And, and I do think it's going to be a big lineup. It's going to be very physical basketball once again. But I do think that Jimmy Butler will be the dominant force uh, in game three. hundred percent. I think I think he puts up 25 plus points and he plays aggressive specifically in the fourth quarter. Kind of like what he was trying to do last game. But. It was just so fruitful. Everyone was playing well. Duncan our was playing players, well. Like, our role players were all doing so well. Our defense is clearly going to travel. Our defense has traveled with us every game so far this season. So if our role players, if their offense can travel with them, we are a complete team, whether we are at home or we are on the road. And the fact that we were able to steal home court advantage from them and bring it back here and are coming back home where all the time your role players play so much better 
on uh, on their home court. So, oh my God, you know. And every time Highsmith, like you were mentioning, comes into the game, Van Gundy and, and bring they, they rave about this guy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like they love him. You know, he's playing. That's our tenth guy coming off the bench. So I think we're we're going to be just fine as long as we can maintain that effort, that aggression, and our shots fall. You know, if 48 percent of our three pointers are going down we're going to be in this game. I heard some wild stat where the Heat have more 50% shooting games this postseason alone than the entire Warriors run from, like, all their championships. That's like, crazy. I don't know if you heard that same one too, but not. it's it's just bizarre. And that just goes to show you where Bill Simmons is like, God wants his Heat team to win. Uh, I did see a stat <laughs> where they said they have the most comeback wins of any postseason run in the NBA. We're, so, Bro, like, it, it's gone to the point where we're down, like, 12 points in the fourth quarter. We're, like, and I'm five never minutes. Worried. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's fine. It's, it's, that's, it's, that's it's not normal, a big deal. <laughs> you know? It's like, if we're not down by at least eight points in the fourth quarter with nine minutes left, I'm like, what's going on right now, you know? so i'm like we're playing fucking out of our minds you know so uh, i'm never worried when we're down this team is so resilient you know yeah and and shout out to one of our listeners again daniel coming through uh we agree 100 tyler's not ready keep working what with what uh keep with what's working i think 100 true like i said if we had lost game two i think they rushed that motherfucker on the court but the Mm -hmm. fact that we were able to squeeze that a dub just shows that this team has what it takes even hurt bro even so hurt they have what it takes like he's obviously the, the good players are needed right you always want good players but if he didn't exist on this roster He's not needed. Like they're Struce and Vincent and Duncan. They're, they're playing Caleb, out of Caleb, their mind. Arguably ECF, ECF yes. MVP, Caleb Martin. Like they're playing <laughs> out of their mind, you know? And like Bam is is being a solid number two to every night. One of those guys is the number one on our and team. The, and, and, and the other guy's a number three. And you so saw what Jimmy working. said today. Jimmy said, Bam Adebayo will be the reason why we win an NBA yes, championship. That's right. So that yeah. means Bam will be finals MVP 100%. Yeah. And he's uh, and playing. Put, he's and he's, playing and like he's it. taking it. That's what, Jay, that's what like makes me so happy, bro. That he's yes. just like legitimately, like someone has spoken to him, whether that's Jimmy himself that grabbed him and looked at him and said, this is you right now. I need you mm-hmm. to fucking take over and do what you got to do and be fucking Bam out of bio, not Idris out of bio. Be fucking Bam out of bio, and he has been that fucking dude since yeah. the finals have started, and I'm so excited to see. It. And honestly, like you said, we match up so well with Denver. I think it's in his favor to have a big, slow fucking center following him around. Like yeah. at least with 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 Time Lord, they're all athletic. You know, even before that, you had uh Mitchell Robinson, athletic, big guys that can jump high, that can. Jokic can't get three inches off the ground. You know what I'm he's saying? Like a, he's is... a very skilled big oh, man. You he's know? the greatest very offensive skilled. big man of all time. Yes, I he's a very skilled, there. but I think it works. I think Bam's athleticism works in his favor in this matchup. 100%, but that's 100%. not going to, like, that's not saying that Bam is going to, st- don't misunderstand what we're saying. We're not saying yeah. that Bam in no way is going to stop or is he, you know, what, oh, what's the saying? You don't want to stop him. You're just going to contain him. He's not going to do, do that. Can't do either. Can't do either. No, Jokic <laughs> is going to get what the hell Jokic wants to get but Bam is going to do a very good job in frustrating him on the offensive level making him run up and down the court and getting that dude tired that like that outlet pass where love mm-hmm. threw it and we got the uh, transition foul as well you're going to see a lot of that and that's going to force the dude to run
And I oh, think these, that's a, that that favors Bam. And these boys are gonna be sweating in Miami, that's for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move forward to a more dull and fucking depressing mm. finals matchup. Uh, your or let's not say your our Florida Panthers right. down 0-2 to the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, down. <laughs> we're, we're slime when we need a we're definitely meowing right now against the golden knights uh we lose game one five to two which again visually hold on, hold on though we're we're meowing like simba meow because we're at least start trying to give line yeah. light. i mean we got like 30 pachuca still in the penalty box right now every time he like gets into a, a whistle blowing you see him punching somebody's neck so you know yeah they're, they're trying you know they're yeah trying. They're, well he's trying i feel yeah, like he's, he's trying. trying the rest yes. of the team's not trying but he's trying but no uh we we lose game one five to two but like the denver game i wasn't worried i was like man we were tied two to two through both periods. We each scored a goal apiece, but then the third period, they scored three straight. The power play was bad. We had an open net goal for them. Like I, I was like, I'm not worried. You know, we just need to get it together and and, and we'll be all right for game two. And then game two comes around. <laughs> and then we lose seven to two against the Vegas Knights. They scored seven. <laughs> <laughs> they, they scored seven fucking goals on us. They scored four goals in the second period, three goals, uh, sorry, in the first two periods, three goals in the third. Uh, it was so funny because Ant, who's listening right now, uh, we were watching the game, not together, but just texting during it. And we finally scored our first goal in the third period. And I hit him with the Jalen Brown line, don't let us get one, you know, <laughs> we're going to come. We've been known to come back. But by that point, we were down by four fucking goals. And they scored three more on us. And what what do you have to say here? Are, are the big the guy Bob Bobrovsky, Sergey Bobrovsky, fucking led us to the finals. Just has literally became Sergey Bobrovsky. Do from you the take him out season. at this point? They do took him out. out. They I'm took saying, him out. Yeah, but after he gave up like 15 fucking goals, you know. <laughs> so I mean, I'm, do you start him in the next game when you come I think home? You, I, I think you have to, bro. I right? think you got to give him so one too. more chance to be like, this has to be a fluke. Let's right. give you one more solid shot at home. You know, you're back home. Let's see what happens in game three. Uh, but after that, it's going to be Alex Lyons the rest of the yeah. way. I, I, if he, if he, if this happens again, if it happens again, we're fucked. <laughs> like, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. like, you know what at it this is? Point, uh, yeah. I, I, Vegas has been putting up this kind of offense all postseason, but I assumed, hey, man, we haven't allowed shit. This is going to be finally the time where we can take advantage. But they're, I mean, they're proven to be pretty fucking strong. But like you said, we're we're out there knocking fucking heads off. Matthew Kachuk knocked the dude out cold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, it was a clean like, and hit then, though. And then, it was and, a then good he, hit. and then he hit he hit Eichel so hard that he Eichel just left. He was like, I'm just leaving. He went straight to the locker room. He didn't pick up his helmet, his stick. He just was like, he took that hit and screamed his way to the locker room. Yeah, it was, it was a good hit. Though. I was, it was just a like, clean holy hit. shit. It was a clean so, hit. so we we have our Jimmy Butler for the Panthers and Matthew Kachuk still trying to revive something, trying to get the team. At least like, it's like the Bash Brothers from Mighty Ducks. If we're losing, at least we're going to kick some fucking ass. You know what I'm saying? So it's good to see. But uh, I'm I'm worried, Jay. I, I thought we had this in the fucking bag. We beat the best team in hockey ever. Again, the Heat Cinderella story, Panther Cinderella story, getting all the way to the finals. Uh, back-to-back sweeps, you know what I'm saying? Well, gentlemen's and then a back-to-back, uh, then a, a sweep of the Eastern Conference finals. Like, I thought we were going to make it there and just destroy this team. But we're down 2-0. The goal differential is fucking 11, uh, 12 to 4. What are your thoughts, Jay? What the fuck are we going to do? All right. First, the bad. I'm watching the game last night and 
Las Vegas just looks more skilled. They look so much more connected. They look so much more fluid on the ice. I'm seeing the the, the puck like clearly move back and forth from each player. It's just ping pong. They pass so gently. Yes, so well. And every time they pass it, the player has at least, I would say, I don't want to exaggerate, but I want to say like a foot and a half to two feet of clear open halo space. So it's like dude th these guys are really freaking good and, and and it's like we're we're constantly trying to catch up to them now that being said um look we were down what 3-0 or was it 3-1 to boston the uh, historic yep. team that, in, in the best, nhl best, best you know hockey team ever ever and and we came back so and, and now we're coming back home and Bobrovsky has been on an absolute tear you know he's human let's you know forgive the guy maybe you know like the heat had their game one he had his you know game <laughs> one and two you know so now he comes <laughs> back home you know and, and maybe we get that light expired uh, ignited all over again you know um I'm I'm hopeful you know i have faith in this team because of what they've been able to do this entire postseason i mean just like the miami heat they were an eighth seed and and the run that they've been on and you know like and the said, only down reason they got into the playoffs is because the worst team in hockey the the chicago blackhawks won a game to get them in if not they wouldn't even be that's here, right which is that's what's right. more insane ironically they were cheese they were tied up with calgary the team that we got kachuk from so that, that, there you go um but yeah you know I, I have faith in this team i think kachuk is is a a superstar he's a superstar oh, he's, you know he's a fucking man and I, I believe barkov can be on that level it just hasn't flipped for this the guy captain. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, he's so skillful and everybody in hockey will tell you how skillful of a guy is, but we're not seeing that offensive prowess from him, you know, um, but I'm hoping, you know, they come back here. The coach is able to get them in shape and, you know, I, I don't really, you know, I don't know much about hockey, but a lot of what I read is that home ice really doesn't matter, that the game travels wherever you're going. So I don't know if what we saw in Vegas was a premonition of what we're going to see throughout the series. But as I mentioned before, and I'll keep mentioning, man, we were down 3-1 to Boston, one of the, the greatest team ever in the National Hockey League, and we came back and won that series. So I'm not counting this fucking team out until the series is completely over and Vegas wins four. And 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 not for nothing, but I feel like the the Panthers fans, they just they're they're fucking legit, bro. Like I know yeah, we man. say Miami fans are fair weather fans and you know no, they Panthers should have should have there, but but Panthers fans, that Florida Live Arena, that place fucking rocks. Like when I yes, it, it, it rocks so hard. Like I've been there for games, even for regular season. I can only imagine. Like I think you went with with Jacob and you said yeah, it was just the insane. playoff game last year. In the playoff year game last year, like they they're just like that place is just insane so i think that i think home ice is definitely going to be an advantage for us because it's like i said the place is just fucking awesome like mm -hmm. i i can't explain it but it, they're they're just amazing fans and the place is loud they're not going to let the other team uh come in and make a lot of noise and fill our fucking arena up like i think we're really gonna gonna put in some noise and hopefully like you said sergey comes in and 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 you know and it's it's he's on his home ice he had some time to relax and he shows us what he yeah, did man. one thing they're one thing to note is during the maple leaf series uh they said that Vibrovsky's weakness was up top and the Maple Leafs constantly shot down low, and he ate that shit up. Like, he just was unstoppable. And what we're seeing with Vegas, Vegas was like, fuck that. We're going up top every time. And if you notice, almost every goal on yeah, him is up yeah, top. And, yeah. and the, he, he can't react in time to get it. Mm -hmm. And it's and I'm hoping that him himself realizes that shit. And he's yeah. like, 
keep the hands up. I know it's yeah. it's it's obviously a lot easier said than but done. But you know they were also coming at you. They were talking about that in post game, but they weren't mentioning that per se. But they were mentioning how his view was being obstructed by the traffic that Vegas was created in front, creating which is so in front genius. of the net. Yeah. Which like exactly stole the words out of my mind, out of my mouth. Yes, it's fucking brilliant uh, game planning. But um, I don't know. You know, there's nothing like, you know, a good home-cooked meal and waking up in your own bed, you know? So let's see if that Agreed. makes a difference. Agreed. All right. Well, we're both thinking that I guess that we're going to win game three then, huh? Yeah, that's right, man. All Cats right, are going to make this a 2-1 series. <laughs> All right. So back to some better news. We, we went from a high to a low, and now we're going back to a high. Uh, we don't talk about them often, but your Miami Marlins have been on a fucking tear. They have the best hitter in baseball, almost averaging 400, which is just un like unheard of. This guy isn't mentioning with the likes of Tony Gwynn, the best hitter of all time, uh, Luis Suarez. So without further ado, this is a brand new segment we're bringing to you, but we are going to give you the Marlins Minute presented by Jazzy J. I know we're not all baseball fans. We don't all follow it, but he's condensed his knowledge and what's been going on with the Miami Marlins to give to you a one-minute feed of the best of the best. So without further ado, Jazzy J, give us your Marlins Minute. Miami Marlins. <laughs> Yo, y'all, I know, like Ozzy said, we're not all big baseball fans. Um, and, and, you know, this is fair when it comes to baseball. We are very much fair weather fans. That being said, the weather is starting to change down here in South Florida, y'all. And remember, we got a dome. And it so ain't just the rain every day. That's right. <laughs> if it's raining or shining, who gives a shit? We got a dome. So don't worry about it. But as Ozzy mentioned, um, Luis Arise, he's hitting 399. I know we're 82 games into or 80 plus games into the season already. And, and, and he's already got this average. Now, is he going to hit 400 when the season ends? No, nobody's done that in 80 plus years. So I don't think we're going to see it with him. But he's still being a catalyst for this Miami Marlins team, which, you know, going into the season, you had the Atlanta Braves, the New York Mets, the, the Phillies and, and the Washington Nationals and the Miami Marlins were trading, were, were fighting to see who's going to be the bottom seed. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are the second seed in the NL East, only three games back of Atlanta. We are coming off an ass open of the Oakland A's and the Kansas City Rays where we just took that ass from them. All right. This team is on a hot streak playing good baseball with the best hitter in the game in an era where the long ball is what we desire and yearn for in baseball. And this guy is just slapping it all over the field. I heard uh, Kirchin tell a story earlier today where he said um, one of uh, Arise's teammates last year said going into a game, he goes to the him before the game started. In the first inning, I'm going to hit the ball to right center. And in the second inning, I'm going to hit the ball to left center. Sounds and, like you. <laughs> yeah, and lo and behold, that's exactly what he does. So this guy is a able to place the ball wherever the hell he wants and you know surprisingly enough with this team and the wins that we're getting going into the season we were all excited about the pitching staff and we were talking about the young prospects and what we had to look forward and guys it's not the pitching that's carrying this team our best pitcher right now is a guy that was not even playing in the league last year in <laughs> Lazardo, and his ERA is at a four right now okay so what's who else is happy us... that we paid Sandy only 40 million over four oh, years fantastic. 
fantastic, <laughs> you know? And I'm not worried about that. Sandy's a Cy Young He'll Award winner. That shit's going to come back as the season. It's a very long season. We haven't even there. gotten to the all-star break yet, okay? So, but it's encouraging that at this point, coming into the halfway point, we are going to be buyers come the trade deadline. Soler has 17 home runs. Uh, De Jesus uh, out there, he's looking good. And Chaz hasn't, uh, Jazz hasn't even started playing well. So when nope. Jazz starts playing good and he gets his shit going and the pitching starts to click and they get together, man, we're going to have a very fun run come September going into October with this Marlins team right now. Of course, as in every sport, health pending but health pending everything comes together come the all-star break guys we are going to be buyers and we're going to make a crazy fun run going into september october and if the playoffs started today let me tell you something we're, we're in, in the wild card we're, we're in the wild in, card so we just got to keep this train going keep this wave going and it things are only going to get better because this team is young they're talented and we said it we spoke about this at the beginning of the year they said at some point it's going to click and they're just going to take off and we're watching it right now. They're on the rise. So pay attention. Marlins, let's go, baby. Let's fucking go. All right. That was, uh, we'll change the next segment to Marlins Minutes, but it was still great. <laughs> Everything was, uh, was fucking beautiful, Jay. Thank you for yeah. catching us up. You got me hyped as shit. Let's you go. Know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie with all this, with all this NBA playoffs and NHL, I've completely fallen off of Marlins. I keep it on my phone. So I get alerts of how right. we're doing for games, but it was great to hear a refreshing fucking update on where we're at and where we're heading. And it is nothing but excitement over here. That being said, let's keep the fucking excitement flowing and jump to your Miami Dolphins, everybody. Oh, oh. Uh, mini camp uh, OTA started today, if I'm not mistaken. Right, That's Jazzy right. Jay? Yes, they did. And there's a few observations out there that we'd like to talk about. One I heard that was kind of pretty cool. Uh, Jalen Ramsey is like a defensive teacher. He came in kind of with a playbook and with his notepad and giving advice and coming in as a spectator, teaching these DBs how to function as elite athletes. And I think just this guy just got here and he's already, you know, there's a sunset in the article that he's at, he's as a teacher of the Dolphins new defense at minicamp and he's being such a huge impact. We knew already that he even said it himself, that his agent didn't get him to Miami. He was going to fire him. He wanted to be here that bad. Um, and it's great to see him here and already making an impact. Aside from that, uh, Jay and I briefly spoke before about how Tua is looking fucking Tonka, Beef you know, Tonka cake. Tua. Guy, guys, put on, guys put on some pounds. He's been doing martial arts. So hopefully, you know, if his neck is this wide, that means his head can't, you know, do too much bouncing, I would assume. He's right? like, so. let, let me catch Milano now. <laughs> let me catch Milano now. Watch what I'm going to do to you. <laughs> yeah, we, we have that. We have, you know, the rumors of Dalvin Cook swirling around still. Ooh. He still has not been cut by Minnesota. He's strong interest in coming to Miami. He has three years left on his current contract. Um, and, and yeah, you know, we have our new running back room. Well, new running back, Kane, who's looking fucking amazing as well. Yes, but let like me you. not steal everything from you, Jay. Give us some give me, give us of what you're hearing from the latest from the Miami Dolphins. Well, I mean, like you said, first, let's attack the Tua thing because that's the main focus of this franchise is Tua Tonga Valoa, and um, you like the way I said that too. I did that pretty good. It felt I, good rolling off the tongue. Right yeah, that. yeah, it felt good. I had to stop myself and be like, "Dang, that was pretty good." Um, That's but, what she said. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> um, but I don't know if you remember last year when he had came back from from the, the, the I think it was the first injury, and then he went like head on with a defender, and, and he still took. We him, were like, we're forward. like, oh, yeah, I can't you know? believe he did this. But he went forward, and that wasn't big to it. Now you look at him. Now he's like a tank. Big two is gonna knock some dudes over. You know what I'm saying? So I'm excited to see what he's going to be able to do. Uh, I'm excited about the defense and what Vic Bangio is going to be able to do. Jalen Ramsey. Dude, have you seen Jalen Phillips without a shirt on? Recently? Oh my god, that dude is an Adonis. Forget he about is it. Sculpted by the Woo. fucking heavens, that oh. guy. Oh yeah, that just... guy gets ass. Whoa. Yeah. All yeah. right. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> I just had to get that out there. But go ahead. You go I ahead. might have to take this uh, uh, sweat <laughs> off, you know. Get Turn up that fan. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah yeah oh, what i was gonna say is you, what's surprising about uh ramsey is that he's able to teach these guys and and, and share the knowledge that he has uh with the defense because a lot of these guys these these great athletes it's hard for them to be like coaches because they rely so much on their pure athletes so and, and their instincts their athleticism so a lot of times it's like just get to that spot and do what you got to do and and their instincts and their the athletic ability will take over and they're like well why aren't you there and the guy's like well i'm just I, I can't get there fast enough, you know, you know, so, so Not it's great. Like yeah. You know, so it's great that he's able to share uh, as well as be as a top athlete in this league. So I love that veteran leadership and it shows that he's all in on this season and it's, it, yo, it is Super Bowl or bust. I don't I care so, what anybody fucking says. It is Super Bowl or bust for this team. You don't spend what you spend, draft what you draft, and put together the the squad that you have uh, to get, that you're going to put together uh, on the on the field. You don't put that team together just to make it to the playoffs and get knocked out in the second round or in the wild card. You are going for a Super Bowl, and anything less than a Super Bowl appearance is a failure. I'm Damn. sorry. Yes. In his second he, year as a coach, bro. There are high expectations. Clearly, agree, clearly Tonyo, the to call it a office, failure if you're not the Super Bowl, that's a pretty big the fucking front deal. office clearly because realistically, I we have two I understand. years to get this done. <laughs> you know, you look at the window and the game is about two years to get this salary done. cap. The game is about being smart with your money and spending it efficiently. And right now it looks like they have spent it efficiently. This window, this bubble is going to burst in three years because that's when you have to pay to a, not, okay, not only is it can, money, but it's old age from all your defense. That's well. another thing, because even with the old age of defense, it, you look at the line the line is pretty young the linebackers seem to be getting younger what's old right now but what's in its prime is our secondary so i think this team with if tua lives up to the expectation of what we believe he's going to be in his second contract they're going to have to make a new uh, iteration of this team but they're still going to have solid pieces left over uh, the castoffs i think is going to be the secondary that's going to be rebuilt but that being said this current team has a window and that window is going to bust so this team has to win now and they're built to do that you look at what they've done on the outside you look at what they've done on the inside the one problem they do have that i was reading up on is connor williams doesn't plan on attending camp and it's because 
he has a contract situation going he's on. He's got to get paid, yep. Yeah, he signed a two-year deal last year. He's going into that, you know, lame duck year, so he wants a new contract. And listen, the dude's worth it. And you have offensive line issues, and you already know what's going on with Tua. Sign the fucking man. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Pay that okay? man his money. Yes. Him and Christian Wilkins. Give That's them right. their monies. But, and but they'll on get top that of one. that, you, you say Super Bowl or bust, but Jay, we have like, the second hardest schedule in the league. Let me just show you these opponents. We obviously, uh, let me go with regular season here. So we start the season at the Chargers. Then we have at the Patriots. Then we got the Ponies with Sean Payton at home. Then at Buffalo. Then we got the Giants coming in with their fans that all fucking live here because they hate New York, but they only love the team, those assholes. And then we got an easy win with the Carolina Panthers. Then we got Philly at Philly for Sunday Night Football. We got oh, the Pats, the Raiders. We got at New York Jets on my birthday. Maybe we can go. That'd be fun. Um, That'd be then fun. we have uh, at Commanders, um, Tennessee at home. Then we have the Jets at home, the Cowboys for Christmas Eve, the Ravens, the Bills. Like, dog, this is a tough, tough schedule. The only thing that's promising that I think the NFL looked out about, they gave us all the cold games early. So all the away games, cold games are going to be early in the season. The rest of the games are we're going to have at home late in the season. So I think that was like the kind of balance of like, we're going to give you all these shitty hard opponents, but we're at least going to give you all your cold games when it's fucking hot and you'll still have your home field advantage in the later season. So right. that being said, you're still saying Super Bowl or bust. Like, let me ask you on. something. Come let on, me ask man. you something. Let me ask you something. Let's be real. Okay. Put fandom aside. This is a good football team, right? Agreed. This is a roster that has star athletes on both sides of the ball, right? This is a team that from the executive to the head coaches, there really isn't a weak link anymore, right? Okay, so then this is a team that should be competing with all of that, should be competing for a Super Bowl, right? Agreed. Okay, now you're Jalen Ramsey. You, you're Jalen Ramsey in this scenario. You're coming to this team at this point of your career. Are you coming here to win a division title? Are you coming here to win a conference title or are you coming here to win a super bowl super if bowl, you're tyreek hill if you're every other guy who went i mean wait 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 wait, wait wait are you coming Tyre here to Tyre win Kill, a super bowl you, you can't tell me tyreek hill came here for a super bowl tyreek hill came here because we offered him to establish a his legacy. ton of money yeah, of course but, but you can't tell me that these guys don't consider their legacy when they make a decision yes dollar bills are the number one that calls their attention but in that bullet point of shit that's important to them it's their fucking legacy tyreek hill and yes and their faith in mike mcdaniel yeah, I mean, he came here to get that money, but he came here to win some rings. He didn't come here just to come here and get that bag. He came here to win some football games. You look at the effort that that's not a man who came here just to get paid. The effort that man put into the last year's stats, that's the effort of a man who is trying to win some football games. If you're every other player in that locker room, are you here just to win? and make it to the playoffs or you're here for a super bowl you know if you're the if you're steven ross are you signing those checks just to make a playoff appearance well or I, jay i get all that in the sense where like yes that is the goal but so if say, the season say, ends and this team two. doesn't get but to, if we make it, if we make it to the afc if the afc championship like it's a failure failed you failed oh my you god you failed oh hey, well, i'm listen. glad that i have I'm, i hope i have some sense of cynicism listen. here i have a guest coming in Let's his name is it. skinny 
He's here. Yay! Uh, so, uh, Slime, unmute yourself, please, because it won't let me unmute you and join us here. Jay said Super Bowl or bust. The season was a complete failure if we do not win a Super Bowl. What's your take on that? All right, mic check, mic check, one, two. How do I sound? Is it okay because I'm driving? You sound You're as good. beautiful you as you look. You Take that you, how you want. You sound like you want to agree with me. You sound like you want to agree with me. All right, so I agree and I disagree because there's two points that I want to get in. And before I even do that, first-time caller, uh, thank you guys so much for holding down the show today. Things have been a little different. I'm at work, but I'm so proud of you guys for taking the initiative, doing this one for the fans and holding the show down. I love you both. I'll get right too, to it bro. real you're quick. You're our favorite. All right. Jazzy J, you're going to yeah. love me here because I'm going to agree with you 100% on the fact that Tyreek Hill Let's came go. to the Miami Dolphins to win Super Bowls. Slime, I only say this one thing to go against you. He had a chance to pick a couple different teams, one of them being the New York Jets, and he dubbed them. He said, I'm going to Miami because no state taxes, roster. brother. No state taxes, <laughs> that's brother. Fine. That's just that. Hey, that's just a plus. But he came to the Miami Dolphins because we are win we are building a championship team. So Agreed. if you ask me, did Tyreek Hill come here to win a Super Bowl and win championships? Absolutely oh, fucking well, yes. And there is no other reason. I, now, I well, yeah. To say this team, hold up. To say this team is Super Bowl bus. That's that's a that's a bit of a stretch. You're putting a lot Thank of you. especially <laughs> on a team that has a quarterback who is very you, you never know what's gonna happen. You're rolling the dice every time you put two out there. But I will say if we do not make it to the AFC championship game and this team is healthy, that is a fucking bust. 100%. I'm going to leave you guys, Agreed. let you keep running the show, and I'm going to enjoy it this time from the <laughs> other end. Love you guys. Sunderland Love you, homie. Slime. Let's fucking go. He Let's go, six, baby. baby. Let's, Let's go. go. <laughs> oh, he, he even left it. I loved it. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Love it. But yeah, I, I mean, Agreed. Like, come on, Jay. Super Bowl yeah, Bus, like, AFC Championship game, fine. Like, that's – that dude, just a playoff win would be fucking awesome. But I agree. A playoff win is not enough. We need to have multiple playoff wins and get to that AFC Championship. That, I feel, is bust. But, Coño, Super Bowl win, he's pretty aggressive, made, bro. He made one point for – I agreed with everything he said, by the way. I didn't agree with anything that he said because he, he didn't say he – disagreed with me he just said it was it, it may be a stretch um but I, i'm going to say that i did agree with everything he said and i'm gonna steal a point to enhance my point and and that was that he said if tua stays healthy and this team stays healthy throughout the entire season Boy, if, claro, this bro. Team, if this team stays healthy throughout the entire season and they go into the playoffs with the roster that they constructed at the beginning of the year and they are healthy dude it is super bowl or bust you should get to the afc championship game i this team is i think built. i think so we with this team i think we can get to the afc championship game yes so i think the afc why is would it be crazy to say that with this team we should win the afc championship if you think that this team should get to the afc championship game, i'm not i'm not disagreeing buddy, that we can we can win it but win you, jason you said that this is a failure of a season if we do not win the super bowl like well, I, okay, holy shit look, <laughs> that's a big deal okay look look <laughs> in, in in it, it 
technically speaking, it would be a success. You got to the AFC Give Championship. Give us the Giannis speech. It's never yeah. a failure. It's it, never a failure. No, 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 no. <laughs> technically speaking, it, it would be a, a, a I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go the opposite way. Technically speaking, in my opinion, in my opinion now, um, it would be a success because you got to the AFC Championship game. You were able to keep everybody healthy. And the, uh, the, the idea that you had in mind that you saw on the football field it played out and it got you to your goal okay yes get your flowers great job what a fucking season let's do it again but factually you either succeed at winning a super bowl or you fail at winning a super bowl and it would be a failed season because they didn't win the super bowl or no well for the dolphins the sure but they didn't as get a to consensus the as a consensus group of fans i wouldn't consider our season a failure if we but won i think that's because games. we're jaded i think as a fan but Obonio, bro, general, we've been sucking for yeah fucking i didn't 50 say years. we shouldn't be <laughs> jaded i'm just stating the facts i'm saying uh, as a as a fan base, we have been jaded by this football team. But if you allow yourself to step out of that fandom and you put yourself from a media perspective and you even listen to what the media is saying, this is a team that should be competing with the Bengals and the Chiefs for a shot at the AFC Championship game to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Agreed. So I, I know that as a fan and as a fan base, everybody's hearing me and they're like, he's fucking nuts. He's out of their mind. But if you guys just pause, take Pero, a deep breath, look at the roster, step back and be like, holy shit, the front office has an idea of what this team should be. And I think they're right. And everybody else is saying they're right. It's all pending as in every sport health. And if they stay healthy, but not only health, health to the most important position on the field, Jay. And it's not yeah. it's not something that's a, a small if it is. All a right, but he's doing everything that if. he can Agreed. to make sure that and, that and works I out. Hope, and I hope that so he I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt until I see it that's, fail. That's where, but you have seen it fail. That's why I don't think you should give it. The no, I've the seen doubt. the first version of it fail. I haven't seen the new. You haven't version seen Tonka Tua. You haven't exactly. seen Tonka Tua. I haven't seen everything that he's done this off season. Everything he's learned. I haven't seen him put it in. I mean, it's, it's it's obviously been a progression every year since we've seen him. Every it's, year, it's, it's, it's only getting better. It's, it's, it's only look, getting better. I said his first couple of years. I need to see it play out on the field and then he was out on the field i need to see it play out on the field with some talent and then i can get it and then he got talent all right now i need to see it play out where like he puts into action just stay on all, the field all the stuff yeah <laughs> just stay on the field you know let me see that play out but he's he's allowed me to see it he's allowed us to see it and he's allowed us to see the rise in his play and his level so if he's been able to prove us wrong or not us but prove the doubters of his career wrong at every corner and every downset that he's get i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt on this one and it's his health right now but he's doing everything that he possibly can to better that issue it's not like he's just going into the offseason and you know laying back i'm gonna relax and not do anything no he's Dion doing waiters. stuff <laughs> yeah you know he's being proactive <laughs> you know he's not being Dion waiters so i say let's let it play out and let's give them the benefit of the doubt you know I, I love that football hasn't even been a thing since february and we have more to talk about just before otas have even started than the entire nhl finals like i think that's amazing and it's i a, mean the tour that conversation just shows how, helps out a lot that, too. that just shows how supreme football is compared to everything where we're just like we can't wait for it to be back like please I come back i can't <laughs> wait for it to be back all right that I love being it. said we've had a fucking amazing 
fun show, informative yeah, as hell. Uh, it's been so great, Jay. I, I love you. This has been awesome. Love you, man. But that being said, let's start finalizing this joint and jump let's into the spotlight moment of the night. As Slime always says, Jazzy J, shine bright, baby. All right. Uh, perfect segue <clears throat> because two, first and foremost, our fearless leader who's probably watching us right now. We miss you. We love you. We appreciate you calling yes, in. Sir. And we can't awesome. wait to get that third block in here with you uh, leading the way. Uh, Ozzy, this was fucking fun. I loved mm -hmm. it. Um, if we have to do it again, let's fucking do it again. Um, uh, to the fans out there on the other side of the lens, watching, listening, you know, um, continue liking, continue sharing, continue subscribing. We are so sorry we haven't put out anything, but we are here. We're going to start putting some stuff out, and we hope you keep on uh, watching us and sharing these experiences with us. And, you know, if you have anything that you want to share, go ahead and hit us up and let us know or give us a call the next time we're live. We'd love to hear from you guys. I uh, can't wait to do do this again uh i love you i miss you and i'll see you on friday to everybody out see you when we see you baby yes sir shout out to shredder bacon we love you too hey, brother. Let's um, go. that being said your miami heat play game three at home tomorrow night show some love and i'm letting you guys know right now i already told my wife this i already told my job this when the miami heat not if when the miami heat win the finals I'm driving down there with my worst pot and pan, and I'm going to go out there and make some fucking noise for your Miami Heat on That's this right, game. Baby. And I hope, Jay, you call out six, oh, say yeah, your hemorrhoids dude. are uncontainable, Come whatever on, you got to do. Anywhere, we got to be out there <laughs> and rep the represent. Up. <laughs> <laughs> so cheer on your Miami Heat tomorrow night, uh, the big, big game. Also, local sports, and I'm actually going to be there. Your Florida Everblades, uh, which is the minor the minor league hockey team here in Fort Myers, is in their back to back finals uh, so in, in the EHL, and I'm actually going to the game tomorrow. That's so nice. that should be a lot of fun for sure to get out there and root on the Everblades, and then Hell parlay yeah. that right into a fucking Miami Heat game, which is what a run, Florida! You, you you're right, you can't, what you can't run, beat it. Florida. What a run, Florida! What a uh, so run. That being said, show your Miami Heat some love. Show your Florida Everblades some love. You don't even know who they are. Look them up on Instagram. Um, also, your Florida Panthers play on, I believe, Thursday as well. Game three in at home as well in Florida. So, you know, if you're out there in the sawgrass, start. I don't know what they do for throw some rats at people. I don't know what the Panthers fans do to cause a ruckus, but um, do it. Be there. Noise, be baby. square. And again, like Jay said, rate, subscribe, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Uh, we love you guys. We missed the shit out of this. So we're glad we were able to get back on here and chat it up with you guys and catch you up uh, from where we left off last time and what's currently happening. We even gave you guys Marlins talk. Go That's fucking right, figure. Guys. You know? <laughs> so keep Marlins tuning in. Talk. Keep giving us some, some reviews. And uh, as Slime would say, wherever you're at, wherever you are, we're just happy that you're here with us listening to the circle of slime and being part of this big circle so without any further ado it's been an amazing time it's me your boy ozzy fresh it's your boy jazzy J. it's skinny who jumped in on the line for a little bit we love you guys so much and can't wait to talk to you guys soon Ski -oo. oh happy <laughs> birthday